Everything you need is already inside of you. The world would not be what it is without you. When we begin to create change within us, we begin to create change in the world around us. Your journey to becoming your best self as the whole person starts right now. Welcome to the Rise Up For You podcast. I'm your host, Natalina. Thank you so much for joining me today. This podcast is here to serve you. Stand alongside your journey to becoming your best self. We are speaking with incredible authors, amazing individuals, and experts throughout the world who all are here to share a message with you to bring you empowerment, inspiration, strategies that you can instantly implement today in your life, both in your professional and your personal career. I do want to let you guys know that we are here to focus on the whole person. So research shows that the happiest people in the world, the most fulfilled countries in the world, are the ones that really take the time to nurture the whole self. Social and emotional intelligence, money, self-worth, career, love, and health and fitness. When we really focus on all of those six pillars, then and only then can we truly thrive and build the life that we are proud of. So we know that it's not easy. So if you head over to riseupforyou.com, we're so proud to say that we have a three-month incredible program called the Becoming Your Best Self program, where you actually get to work on every one of those six pillars during your three months with six qualified coaches. So that's right. Not one, not two, but six coaches that are the Rise Up For You elite team member coaches. So you get to work with the relationship and social intelligence coach, a money coach, a self-worth coach, a career coach, love coach, and a health and fitness coach. And together, we're going to build an action plan that helps you start the journey to become your best self. So back to our episode, I'm so excited because we're going to be speaking with Adam von Rothfelder. He's the founder and CEO of Strong Coffee, a celebrity trainer who started NBC Strong, and he was the model for Versace's Dylan Blue campaign. He's been a leader in the health and fitness industry for more than a decade, and today he's going to help us become our best self in the health and fitness pillar. Rise up for you and enjoy this episode. Adam, thank you so much for joining us here on the Rise Up For You podcast. It's such an honor to have you on our show today. Uh, Thank you very much. I appreciate uh, the opportunity. So we always like to start off the episode by letting our audience get to know our guests. So in your own words, I would love for you to tell us a little bit about yourself and all the incredible work that you're doing today. Yeah, uh, my name is Adam Von Rothfelder. And I'm a former professional MMA fighter. I uh, entered the professional fighting world through a tragedy in my life when I lost my brother to a drug overdose. And at the time, I was in school for nursing and playing college soccer. And I also was a personal trainer. And through that tragedy, I decided to start fighting, and that turned into a seven-year professional fighting career, which inevitably led me to continue my pursuit of performance and physical health, and I had a severe passion for it since the age of 12, uh, watching people like Arnold Schwarzenegger and Sylvester Stallone, you know, I mean, who wouldn't want to, you know, slam on pounds of muscle and be a, you know, a superhero, right, or, you know, an action star or something. Uh, as like a 12 year old kid. So, you know, that kind of carried over into my life as a, in my, into my adulthood, uh, not kind of, you know, all the way. And I, uh, every injury I got with 
fighting. I, I, I just rehabbed myself and I just cracked another book and I just kept learning and I just kept learning. And then I had the opportunities to start training uh, other fighters that saw some faith in me. And uh, at the same time, I was, I was even starting to dabble into creative marketing and, and advertising thoughts as I started pitching me and my friends for uh, companies and uh, filmed a commercial and could film commercials and would do stuff. And this was like 10, uh, 11 years ago. So my fighting career ended up uh, ending short. I had some really great moments, got to be in some incredible fights and some incredible corners and be part of some great camps. And uh, I ended up in California and trying to actually, you know, come back. And my shoulder just didn't rehab the way I wanted it to. And I, Inevitably, I, I believe it had nothing to do with my shoulder. It had to do all about my the way I, you know, I personally felt or emotionally felt. As when I entered fighting a very angry, angry twenty-two-year-old uh, kid who now has gone through six years of fighting, and I no longer had all this anger for my brother's death, and I started looking at life in a little different way. And uh, California could do that to you, you know, the beach, the the water, the you know, just, uh, it's just a different vibe. And at that time I got back into, I went into full training and I was working at a celebrity gym, uh, where like we trained a lot of celebrities, TV people and very, very LA. And I, within like six months, I landed like a big commercial and that kind of, you know, was an interesting point because at that same moment I got hit with my dad has leukemia and I, you know, head back to Wisconsin now, where I'm originally from, and the the uh, the idea came very quickly to me that I, in my 32 jobs <laughs> in my life that I had, I I obviously was never meant to work for someone. So with all the knowledge I had, I decided to open up my first business which was Drench Fitness, a studio boutique concept that I developed a system for. And it was very, uh, it was very LA meets New York. Uh, at the time, I was traveling back and forth to New York as a professional model. And, uh, you know, was doing runway shows for Marc Jacobs and, you know, uh, big people. And that, that and my gym ownership and that commercial ended up then me uh, kind of all like fast forwarding, uh, built the gym, had like great success with that, got rid of it, got on a TV show on NBC as one of the top trainers in the world. Uh, the show's now on Netflix. It's called Strong. I highly recommend checking it out. I kick ass on it. Uh, <laughs> it's a competition and, uh, and uh, transformation show combination. And I also got a really big gig with Versace. And uh, at that time, I ended up shooting with model of the year, Gigi Hadid, which was a really cool thing. I, I had no idea who she was. <laughs> right. Because uh, if anybody ever asked, I would be like, you know, I would never I would never tell anybody I was a model. Right. Like if anybody ever asked what I was up until six months ago, I would have told you I was a personal trainer, even though I was on TV or I was in a movie or I, or I modeled. And I modeled pretty consistently, but I would never tell anybody that's what I was, right? Because ultimately in my heart, I was somebody who wanted to like help people. 
Right. And and that's why I opened a gym, right? And opening a gym for anybody that's like thinking about opening a gym is it's like it's not as romantic as it may seem as it's like a lot of work. Like you are completely married to it. And uh, for, you know, and it's hard to scale. And I quickly saw that. And so I, you know, I, I, you know, throughout that, my dad passes away. Um, I'm, I'm, you know, owning this gym that I grew from a 800 square foot to a 6,000 square foot in the middle of downtown, uh, of my hometown, Milwaukee. And, uh, you know, it's, everybody knows the gym. It's like one of the top rated gyms in the state. Yeah. I mean, it's just like, and I, I just walked away because at the time I realized it wasn't what I wanted to do. I needed to, I needed to do more. I needed to pursue more. And my dad's death and the show just came at such a time that ended up moving me out to California. And I brought my, you know, my wife who I met, you know, five months before I opened the gym within weeks of moving back to Milwaukee, I met her. Uh, we had two, we have two beautiful daughters and, uh, within those times, um, you know, my, my daughter was born three months before my dad passed away and my other daughter was born 14, 14, 15 months later, 15 months. And it, it was, it was just a whirlwind and I mean, it was just a, you know, the, it was a tornado of, of, of life. And I just kept on moving forward and saying yes to these opportunities, even though there was all these really, you know, crazy things happening, you know, emotionally as like, I knew that if I just stayed true to myself and I kept on doing what it is that I knew that I was so passionate about no matter what personal conflict I was dealing with. And, and, and I moved out to California and I met, uh, the founder of Tom's Mm -hmm. and I quickly became his trainer. Um, I was at the time working with Laird Hamilton and Gabrielle Reese. Uh, I was, uh, part of their XPT experience where I taught movement, uh, at, and by movement, I mean that I understand biomechanics and the way the body should move. And I can help people move better that have, you know, physical injuries, impingements, you know, or just looking to get stronger, uh, without hurting themselves. So I then started working with Blake and, you know, he got in the best shape of his life. He still is. He's had like the best golf seasons, the best surfing all that stuff. And that really transpired. Like I, you know, all of a sudden I'm training, I work with Ray Lewis. I'm training, you know, NBA star Joaquin Noah, like all these, all these people. And Blake, uh, was like one of the people that I really looked at as an inspiration, uh, you know, beautiful family, um, really an amazing, authentic individual. And, uh, you know, what he, what he's done with Tom's and he introduced me to two guys, uh, Courtney Reum, uh, who has a marketing company in California called M13. That's a great company. And, uh, and a guy named Ben Goldhurst, who was, recently the CEO of Upworthy and Good Inc. And those three became uh, the three individuals that invested in 
me and my family to go from trainer to CEO and start Storm Coffee. And that's where we are today. So I have a couple questions, you know, and just in hearing your story and hearing you and you talk, the first is clearly there's a resilience that you have in you, whether you were born with it or it's a skill that you built over time. I know that you said earlier when you were speaking that you became an MMA fighter really based off of um, tragedy. Why that field? Is it Was it just a place for you to initially release anger um, and to just kind of, I guess, detox from the pain that you were feeling initially? Oh, yeah. I mean, I was bred, I was bred with resilience. You know, I, I love my dad, but he, he was physical and uh, not just like emotionally and verbally or just, you know, physically, but <laughs> all three of them. And it, it was, uh, it was never overboard, but it was always an underlining issue. It was like building tolerance, right? Right. It was almost like I was building tolerance my whole life. And I had a brother who was 13 years older than me. I mean, that's a big age gap, especially when it's a boy, like kids are assholes, you know, especially boys. They, they like to, they like to, they don't, they don't, they don't get it. Right. And I got picked on a lot by my brother, but he would never let anybody pick on me. So there was like, Again, there was like a tolerance being built up. And when my brother passed away, I had a lot of guilt because there were certain things that, you know, I had in part of it uh, as I knew that he had an addiction and I'm the one that, you know, kind of blew the whistle on him, told my parents, like, you know, betrayed his trust, uh, you know, but at the same time, I, I know enough psychologically that we project you know, certain things. And if somebody says, please don't tell anyone, it's like, please tell someone. Right. Right. So I, I, right. And the, the, unfortunately in the morning he passed away, the, the, or the night he passed away, he called me that night and asked to talk and I was really busy. And meaning like I was doing my own thing because I wanted to go work out. And so there was a lot of like self hate and there was like a lack of like, emotion that I was feeling Mm. because I think I felt shut down. So fighting felt really good because the physical pain in which I felt was the emotional pain in which I thought I should feel. And it allowed me then to release that same emotion back into the person. I mean, I, the first person I ever fought, I mean, I felt, I felt bad for, I mean, he, he was, he had, I, I did this, no holds barred boxing tournament. And it was like weight classes were stupid. Like there was no, it wasn't made the way like it is now. And he was like 35 pounds heavier than me. And I walked in and I, I mean, I, I punched him so hard. I mean, I I knocked him unconscious in five seconds. And I mean, I just went in there like just a ball of rage. I mean, I remember like yelling when I hit him, you know, and that wasn't like a collective fighter. That was just an angry, you know, high level athlete right? <laughs> just went in there I, and I had a lot of years of martial arts and that's where, you know, the connection just kind of all took place. Like it was like, I know how to do this in some way. I have a lot of anger and a lot of physical capacity. So yeah. And everybody was like, Holy shit, you're good. Like do this. And you know, that's, that's, I was like, okay, I'll do this. So what I what I'm what I also hear from you speaking, and I think that this is 
something really important for our audience to hear is that you've worn, you have worn a number of different hats, which is nowadays, to be honest, is completely oh, yeah. acceptable. Like we, we kind of need that today. Right. Um, and that's okay. But oh, what yeah. I, and what I, what I'm hearing is that it's almost like you organically allowed that to happen. It's like you started here with MMA, then you shifted, you built your own company, which is the gym. You, you know, played a little bit in the entertainment modeling world. And it's like, you just allowed these different fields to happen that obviously contribute to what you built today, which is strong coffee, which we'll talk about. Can you just speak to that a little bit? Because I think that sometimes people feel like they need to be stuck in just one thing and they almost feel a little bit of shame when they recognize that that one thing is no longer a good fit for them. You know, like they feel like a failure opposed to recognizing that, okay, it's time for me to get to that next level and shift into something else. Yeah, no, I mean, that is, you gave me like goosebumps, right? Because that's like down to my core belief. I, uh, I mean, if there's a cheesy quote, I have it. If there's like, you know, Bruce Lee and the, and all the, all the amazing things that the prolific things that like he has said, I mean, there are, there are so many ideas behind the idea of dynamic thought and shifting dynamically in in movement mm. and how that even centered around his mindset and the you know you look at like a single martial arts practice that he created jiku do was the idea of taking on a skill and moving beyond that skill to another skill to continue to continuously evolve and dynamically shift and you know, keep the efficiencies and remove the inefficiencies. Right. And, and I think that's what happens when we switch, you know, whether it's careers, directions, we don't lose the things that we had We take them with you and it makes us better at this next thing. And I don't think we should view anything as a failure unless you're like just laying down in bed and you're never getting back up again. Right. And I, I've had a lot of crazy shifts in my life and I always just looked at it as like, does this still, you know, does this still get me to where it is I'm going? And although that, although that, although that like end goal might be slightly shifting, I do know that I want to help people. I do know that I want to do this. Like I'm figuring these things out. And there's somebody uh, that used to write about this, and his name is Moshe Feldenkrais. And he is a movement practitioner who is also an incredible thinker. And he used to say that we learn from, you know, three things. You know, our, our, everything who we are is from these three experiences. And it's, it's our own experiences, others' experiences, and heredity. And I think that the more experiences we have is what life is about. Mm. And it'll make for a better life. And for, like, is strong coffee my last thing? I don't know. But what I do know is that I got here not knowing a lot of things, but knowing the things that I do know. And that takes me to the saying that I tell a lot of people, like, I don't know everything, but I'll tell you everything I know. Right. Yeah. So, so it's like, and, and because I've done a lot, I know a lot. And because I'm the CEO of a company and I'm doing a lot of things, man, my, my past jobs, my past experiences have handy in such a way that it's like it's a renaissance 
it's a renaissance man's world. Like be like, be a master. Don't be a master of anything. Be like a jack of so many trades, like, and, and, and find the masters that fit the certain positions. You know, you want somebody who's just an operational ninja, like go get that person. Like that's all they care about. Right. But if you're a dynamic individual, if you're a dynamic individual, don't put yourself in a box. Right. Like don't try to get like, like don't try to specialize, like try to, and try to like learn as much as you can about a lot of things and, and do it, you know, systematically. Like I've in some way have mastered every level of, you know, and master in the loosest sense of the word where I'm like, all right, I'm comfortable right. with this to some point. Right. I, like, and, and, and so one of the things that I point to is that, uh, I, I always relate to like physical performance. So if I am training a client and that client starts doing a lot of heavy lifting, I find that their personality literally starts to show like a harder finish that you would see in powerlifting, right? Like they have like a little bit more punch to their personality. If they start doing yoga, they become like more zen. So they 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 start they start creating their own universe through like one hour of their practice. Right, like just like something that like goes in their life, it starts like literally reflecting upon all these other things. It shifts, it shifts who they are, and that's it's really interesting to see that. When I see that about business, I think that you can go into it. You can go into a thing like right now with my company. I have, of you know, I'm wearing many hats, and I can't master any of them, but I could do really good in what I can't touch at all. I just hire out, and that's like the personal trainer. Right, so it's like no matter what my client is doing or what they're doing in their personal practice, they still are hiring me to direct like this specificity of like they want to put on muscle mass. Right? It's right. Like, okay, fine. That's I spent. Right? Like there you go. So it's like now you like that is the one specialization that you are hiring out on, but you're like willing to do all these other things yourself. Absolutely. You know, one of the things that I heard you say, which is really important, and I and I think this is a good golden nugget. We we always like to pull out golden nuggets from each episode. Is that, you know, you said you've done a lot, so you know a lot. Now that doesn't mean you know everything, but you know a lot, and you are willing to capitalize. And I think one of the things that we see in many people, um, and which is obviously goes with your brand, Strong Coffee, which is striving to reach our natural greatness, is that people know a lot, but they they like they doubt it. They don't recognize that they have greatness in them, even though they do. It's almost like they downplay their skills and their technique, and they feel like they constantly need to be perfect. And I always say that perfect equals prevention. You know, if you're always waiting for that day where, you know, you're the master or the guru, then nothing's ever going to get done. But the knowledge that you have right now can probably serve people in many different ways. So I know that right now you've been able to tap into your new company, which is Strong Coffee, which. I love the mission because obviously it's what Rise Up For You promotes, which is rising to that next level and really becoming your best self. And your strong coffee company is about striving to reach your natural greatness. So just tell us a little bit like how, I guess how, how like why coffee? You know, I think I, I can kind of assume where the strong part comes from, but why specifically coffee and what was it about it that wanted, that kind of led you into this new direction where you are today? Yeah, you know, um, you said some really good stuff there. I can't wait to listen back to this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the <laughs> so one of the 
one of the things that, man, so why coffee? Well, I have a lot of interesting memories with coffee. Um, you know, I remember having my first coffee at my brother's, you know, AA meeting. Um, you know, when I was, you know, in my 21 years old, uh, like at like eight o'clock, nine o'clock at night, and it tasted like dog shit. And I was like, this is what coffee tastes like. Yikes. And, and then, you know, later on in life, so that's where I started drinking coffee. And, uh, later on in life, I, I was making these formulas in my morning routine. So I, 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 I always constantly searched for a way to optimize my day and make it more efficient. I'm, I'm really hyperactive and I, I have like a, you know, I, I, I like things very particularly in a certain way. So I have like a little type A thing where it's like, I like my morning, like a certain way. Like, and there, what I was finding is that it was taking me so long and throughout all my jobs and my many experiences, one of the things we didn't, I didn't say at all is I was a union electrician for the IBEW for five years. And one of the things they drill on you is efficiency and time management. So when I started realizing how long it took me to make my coffee by combining the collagen, putting everything into the blender, brewing the coffee, doing all that, and then looking at the idea of like, man, I'm blending collagen. Like that's not actually good for collagen, right? Like it fractures peptides. And, you know, so I started then looking at a nutritionist, right? So it's like, I know a lot of things, right? Like, and that's like where it comes back into play is like life's a jigsaw puzzle. Like you're going to need to have a lot of pieces to like make the picture. And so everything just started kind of clicking for me. And I decided make like a rudimentary formula of collagen, L-theanine, and some other great additives to make a powder that you could just put in the coffee at one scoop and blend it. And coffee is great at hiding certain flavors because it's bitter and it's acidic and all that. And my, you know, my dad was sick and I was like making bags of it and bringing it to the house and he wasn't eating anything. And then he starts, you know, actually putting this in his, you know, drink and nothing is going to save my dad's life. But at the same time, it's like the quality of his life is what I'm in search of at this point, mm. you know, with his, with, with his cancer. So this is something that I legitimately started strong coffee four years ago and was the first person ever to create an alternative coffee creamer that was non-dairy and would reduce anxiety and, and like do the healthy fats you needed in one single scoop. And I didn't know shit about CPG. My dad dies. I get casted on a TV show and something had to give. And I shut it down. And we, you know, I, I walked away and my business partner and I, like at the time, uh, dissolved it. And four and a half years, you know, four years later, I, you know, dusted it off and said, let's do it again. And, and, uh, this time I did it by myself, obviously with, you know, investors, but took it on myself and, you know, so coffee to me is 
coffee to me is a problem and a solution. So that's to, to finish answering your question is coffee is a problem and a solution, right? So it's a solution for energy. It's a solution for comfort. It's a solution for conversation. The problem is, is that it creates a lot of waste in the lines of like K-cups. Uh, it, it is dehydrating. It causes anxiety. It increases acidity in the body. So I wanted to look at how ultimately, why are people drinking coffee? Well, they're drinking coffee because they need energy. Why do they need energy? Because they're not recovering. Why are they not recovering? Because they're dehydrated. Mm. So, so 86%, so 86% of America is dehydrated and 80% of us drink coffee. The other 80, the other, the other 6% are drinking soda, right? And the mineral and the water that we drink in America is, you know, mainly demineralized, right? And a lot of our vegetables are mineral deficient. So we can't drink more water to get hydrated. So you need electrolytes, you know? So if you're listening, it's like, if you're not drinking strong coffee, you like put some salt in your water. Right, like you know, some mineral salt. So, I'm looking at coffee as how do I create a solution and eliminate as many of the problems as possible. So, I call strong coffee sophisticated energy because ultimately that is what we want. We want an energy drink that is sophisticated and that gives us the ability to have a kick stay. But coffee doesn't do that. If it did that, you wouldn't need three cups of it, right? Like you wouldn't need to keep going back for it. It wouldn't need loads of dairy and sugar and, you know, and, and, and car, you know, like all these different things. You could just have a really delicious coffee that is creamy and, 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 you know, and low in sugar and, you know, just like all these things and at the same time coffee that doesn't dehydrate you so strong coffee has coconut water and hyaluronic acid the two together hyaluronic acid is a massive hydrator it it stores three up to three thousand times its molecular weight in water and it hydrates connective tissue and skin so great for your like a lot of women have it in like their skincare products that they put it on topically if you take it orally it works from the inside out Right, just as all food does, it works from the inside out. So then the coconut water has magnesium, potassium, it's loaded with minerals. It's there and 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 it gives it a nice creamy texture. We use an organic coffee that is cold brewed. So since it's cold brewed, you don't have time to cold brew your coffee. Right? Like mm. so but cold brewed coffee is better for you because it's lower in acidity. It's like 67% lower. So now we're talking about giving you a lower acidity coffee. So now we're reducing acidity. We're now, we, do, we already de- reduced dehydration effects, but now we're reducing acidity. So then anxiety. Well, when you ingest caffeine, the neurochemicals, they get a lot of whack. And if you don't increase GABA at the same time, which is a neurochemical, you will, your caffeine has no chaperone. So, by ingesting these two amino acids, L-theanine and L-tryptophan, in the coffee, it, elim- it increases GABA, and the GABA and those two amino acids act as a chaperone to the caffeine. So now you're on like a smooth, super focused, like five to six hour energy from one cup of coffee 
that then is packed with 15 grams of collagen protein and five grams of MCT oil. Wow. So, so again, why the, why the collagen? Why the MCT oil? Well, why are people skip? Why do people think that they can skip breakfast? Look, I'm here right now saying that you cannot be fasting if you're ingesting fats and oils or whatever in your coffee, right? Like you're no longer fasting. Like all these people that talk about intermittent fasting and like drinking like, you know, whether it's, you know, whether it's, you know, butter in their coffee or MCT oil in their coffee, like you're going to break your fast, right? Like drink water if you really want to fast. Like you can't have your cake and eat it too. But if you are going to break your fast, which you are, right? Because breakfast is a semantic. I wrote a book and I'd love, to, I'd love to put a link on it here. It's called Breaking Fast. And it's a 60-page it's a book that everybody should read so they understand just the basic narrative around the word breakfast. It means to break your fast, right? And the first thing you ingest in the day will set not only a, a, a like physical tone, but it sets, a, it sets a psychological tone, right? Like, so if you, if you run out the house in a hurry and all you do is grab a cup of coffee, you're going to be in a hurry the rest of your day. Like you're going to like, you're going to make a bad decision. You're going to have that Danish at work. Like you're going to do like random decisions. But if you're somebody who, you know, when you wake up and you have this anchor, that is this cup of strong coffee and you tear it open and it has all your nutrients, like the equivalent of two eggs, you know, a coconut water, coffee, you know, your skincare supplements, all in something that, you know, tasting table, which is a huge food blog said, was the best tasting on the go coffee that they have ever had. Right. And it's like, and I didn't pay them to say that shit. Like, I don't even know how they got our product. Like I literally had just launched the company at the time and I got very, you know, very lucky on that. <laughs> and, you know, but when I look at it, it, you know, if you're not drinking strong coffee, like make it at home yourself, like at least put these things in your coffee. It'll cost you like $10 a cup. But like, you know, strong coffee costs you like $3 a cup. Right. So, so it's like, you know, and, and, and it's just, it's really, it's just about like starting your day. Right. You know, I like, I'll, I'll be super on brand right now and I'll be like, start strong so you can finish strong. Right. Mm. And that's all ultimately what we're saying is, I mean, our brand is about people starting to be great so they can finish being you're like like let's go like like let's let's get out the door let's do this thing and that's why a lot of artists a lot of professional athletes are you know consuming our products and they see the value behind it you know instantly they're like yep you know i mean like some of the names i see ordering my product you know because i get every order because i'm a i'm a small business owner you know and i'm psyched when i see sales coming through and I see some of the names come through and I'll be like, oh shit. Like, <laughs> like, I love that. <laughs> like, like, like that. Like that dude won Tour de France eight times. And uh, like that guy, that guy won a gold medal. Like, oh shit. Like that's a UFC champion. You know, and it's, and it's amazing. You know, because I'm like, you know, I don't pay him. I don't send the product to him. You know, there's a couple that I do, but like really it's, you know, I don't, you know, I don't have the ability just to like send out product like some of these big companies. Right. It's about, it's, it's about like 
if you really appreciate it and respect it, you and you understand the value of strong coffee, like sweet. Like I, I appreciate that. Like someday when we're in a position that I can return the favor, I will do so. Hundred <laughs> percent, Adam. Thank you so much for for joining us. And I, I mean, obviously, you have a great story, and it's great to see how you have built something based off of your experiences and your talents and what you know. I'd love to jump into the power section of the interview and ask you Let's one. Do it. Yeah, t- tell us one book that you've read that's had an impact on your life that you want to share with us. The Hobbit. Cool. The Hobbit. Okay. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. and what's one quote that, you, <laughs> what's one quote that you live by? Uh, uh, by Martha Beck. Um, oh my God, you put me on the spot. And I'm like, <laughs> drawing a blank. But, uh, um, basically, uh, you know, to, to paraphrase, uh, how we do one thing is how we do everything. Right. And if you can leave the world with one final message, we call it our golden nugget. What would your golden nugget be? Wait, say that again. Repeat the question one more time. If you can leave the world with one final message, we call it our golden nugget here at Rise It For You. What would your golden nugget be to us? Earn the day. Earn the day. Nice. We haven't heard that one before. That's great. And just two more questions. First, how do we stay connected and how do we support you? I know you have your book, you have the strong coffee. So tell us where we can find you. Yeah, you can follow me on Instagram at Von Rothfelder and follow strong coffee at strong coffee company. And then, uh, www.strongcoffeecompany.com is our URL. We have all of our products on there. You can contact me uh, from there. Uh, April 1st, we're actually launching something really big that's exciting. Uh, If you don't want to miss really big, exciting things, go over there and sign up. You also get 15% off on your first purchase. But maybe we could give everybody on the show 20% off on their first purchase if I give you guys the coupon code. Yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah, so yeah, so we'll put we'll put yeah. all those links in the notes, and then yeah, like that'd be great to um, you know to share with our community and and get some um, some of our followers over there as well. And lastly, I always like to ask, as you know, we're rise up for you. What does that phrase mean to you when you hear it? Rise up for you means get up for your damn self like don't just don't do it for anybody else like it's you know it's it's like the mask on the airplane right like you got to put that shit on first before you can help anyone else so rise up for you i love that adam thank you so much for joining us today it's been such an honor speaking with you awesome it was awesome speaking with you as well and i look forward to hearing this Thank you for joining us today on the Rise Up For You podcast series. We're here to serve you and inspire you to become your best self so that you can live a life that you are proud of. If you haven't already, head over to our website, riseupforyou.com, and explore through all that we have to offer. Don't forget to subscribe while you're there for exclusive materials sent to you weekly, and also subscribe to this podcast. You can find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, and any other major podcast channel. 
Join us for our next episode, but until we meet again, rise up for you, be better today than yesterday, and prepare for a greater you tomorrow.